Hey now, welcome back to the Next Issue Podcast. This is part two of our previous episode. Uh, this time around, we'll be talking about uh, movies, pop culture, TV shows, uh, Game of Thrones finale, and then we just talk about 2019 overall uh, as we feel it's the year of the geek. So please enjoy the rest of the episode. Uh, thank you very much. times have we seen in game once once i'm still at three i still haven't gone back you're at no, three i'm still at three so is there any plans of going back make sure uh, um to make sure avatar gets knocked down no oh, uh, yeah but i've already bought the steel book but there's another movie coming out next weekend that really trumps in game at the moment Godzilla, yep. King of Monsters. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that Man, I want to write. I need to see John Wick. I need to see John Wick. Uh, uh, I something else films. came out. Oh, uh, Breitbart. Bar- 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 I'm hearing good things about Breitbart Me now. too. My, my brother wants to watch that. it, and he said it was really good. And uh, the new Olivia Wilde. Uh, oh, uh, Booksmart. Book, yeah, I'm hurt hearing such great yeah. buzz about that. Great. Well, um, and the lead in it, one of the leads is in uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Are y'all watching the Yes. Video? And she's the teenage vampire that she's trying no. to groom. The, the the episode I saw was when the... Uh, so have you seen the episodes? I've, yeah, I'm current. Oh, yeah. So Wait it, a minute. Is everyone current? I'm not current. I'm not current, but it's okay. Like, I'm, I'm going to have one small spoiler. It's just There's an episode in there. and The conference call? No. It's when they're in the uh, they're on trial. And then you have one guy goes, hi, I'm Gary. And I'm going, wait, wait, is that Dave Batista? Uh, yes. <laughs> they have the trial of the vampires, and all of the guests they bring in for the vampire is outstanding. Vampires from other movies. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, oh my the God. only one. What I was Dave Batista in the vampire movie? He's he just Gary. Vampire, yeah, just but, a- but he was damned to hell. They, they, they go thinking that they're going to, these people are going to speak, and they're like, oh, no, we're prisoners here. No, mm-hmm. no, you're just waiting. You go in there. That's where court is. <laughs> And they're like, we've been here for like thousands of years. And they're like, well, when did you get here? Um, 1912. What year is it? And he's like, 2019. And they're like, oh, so long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I mean, good. yeah, and I'm not going to go in because, I mean, it, just they, have, they have so many different guest stars in there for like a minor role. But the fact they got all those people, and especially one Marvel-related one that you're going to love to see. Okay. You got to get him good with Taika to, so he can put you in that Akira movie. He, he oh, he's what? Huh? Oh my! He's yeah, doing he's, doing, he's doing Akira. Actually, live no. Action. I think they said it was he was only going to use Japanese actors. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's fine. I mean, that's the way it should so, be. So yeah, even if you're getting good with him, you'll just end up in like his next next Thor movie. Um, I want to go around and talk about finales because we had a lot of finales this week. We did. Uh, we had Legends. We had Doom Patrol. We had Game of Thrones. Um, what else? Well. Two weeks ago, we had Arrow and uh, Flash. NCIS. Barry yes. just, Barry oh, just oh, finished. Oh, uh, da, 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 okay, da. Uh, everyone <laughs> over the age of 80, keep, keep listening <laughs> as we talk about NCIS. No, we're not going to talk about NCIS. <laughs> no, it's who they brought back at the last moment. It was like, oh. I get I mean, if, if you watch NCIS, Ziva's back. That's Ted, all I'm going to say. So get Ted Danson's back? What? No, not CSI, oh. NCIS. Oh. Mark Harmon, not, not Ted Danson. <laughs> all those initials. No, I don't watch NCIS. I bullshit. Uh, okay, that was the way. It's the Belisario verse that I watch. 
But uh, all the shows are tied. Wow. Together. Which one? Which one's the one with Robin? Is that NCIS? Robin. New Orleans. Uh, what's his name? Chris O'Donnell. No, that's NCIS LA. Okay. Wow. Okay, we can stop this now. I apologize. <laughs> Boy, sidetracked us with some NCIS. Wait, go, Adrian. We took a big Fast and Furious tangent. Oh, again? That's weird. I'm looking at it now. Uh, That's probably from the last. But to answer your question, I. I don't care anymore. Oh, did wait, wait. Game of, <laughs> <laughs> did Game of Thrones end? Yes. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> Game of Thrones did end. There's a Minnesota uh, that's not that many coming out about that. Mm-hmm. When you talk about finals, all I'm saying is uh, CW is gearing up for Crisis next year very hard. Yeah, I, I kind of fell behind on Legends and then caught up in one day. And I was kind of like, I'm not really into the finale. And then it really hooked me and it got a lot mm-hmm. better. So that show somehow is pulling itself you know, back because Arrow and Flash have just kind of... They dwindled on my opinion. So yeah. Flash... Finished strong, but I think the story went on too long. Yeah. I think Arrow, that's, I think you can say that with about the last three seasons. Cicada's yeah. the worst villain, and then to turn it to Nora was just a. Uh, well, I, I really like the last few episodes with Nora and like how their well, their relationship. There was, was no, I mean, not even Flash. There was no freaking villain really. Emiko and, and, and Arrow, and it's like well, okay, Dante could have been really awesome having you know Highlander come in as the big bad, but no, you kill him off early. Spoilers. I'm sorry. I'm gonna complain. We, uh, we, already, we already announced yeah. spoilers. Yeah, and it just it, the way they ended it. It's like you know it was a nice little heart feeling to see. It, it's already been announced. Felicity is no longer in the show. She left at the end of season seven. But the way that it just it was a nice little heartfelt the, the way they did it. But it just it's it, it just uh. so the, the, I never the, felt that they've been great together. It, no. it's so weird because it started out so strong with Ollie being in prison. Like everything oh, from yes. that was amazing. Like every, his time in jail was probably. It felt kind of back to form, like season two and one, season one and two. Like they were just on top of things, well, and then as soon as he got out, and then he started working with the police, like and all the future stuff. Like I just, uh, God, I just don't care. I just, yeah, I really don't because I didn't mind. Uh, uh, I like uh, seeing Ka- Connor. Well, no, I was going to say Katie McNamara as uh, I didn't mind her. She uh, as Mia. Yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, I, me. I, I actually kind of liked her character. So if, if they I do liked like, it, a, but I didn't care yeah. what they were doing. It was kind of like yeah. you know, oh, this is happening, Sorry. and I would just like. Shrug. What I want to know is how many live-action Green Arrow shows are we going to get where he's never going to end up with Black Canary? Smallville. Yeah. I. You know. I. To be. They could just do a show of them together. Yeah. They could do. Uh, I mean, Canary it, is to. Would you watch Green a show called um, Ollie and Dinah the same way they did Lois and Clark? Yes. You would. Yes. I, right. I could still go back and watch Lois and Clark and have fun. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Sweet, clean Terry Hatcher. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to sidetrack y'all. Um, Game of Thrones, Adrian. Well, real quick, though. Legend. Oh, wait. Legends. Oh, Legends, yeah. Legends is, I think it's my favorite along with Doom Patrol. Just because it's... It did rede- it put it back in my it, mindset it, with Doom Patrol Because when I it's it. just, it's, com- it's comic books. Like, it, it's all, that's all it is. It's a comic book that's actually just moving pictures. Like, I can't, I don't know how to explain it. They they go and they I had an evil nipple this season. Yes, a nipple <laughs> from hell. I so wanted Gary to die. I, I swear to God, I did. Gary's I, yeah, driving I nuts. Kind of a, his character. <laughs> yeah, Gary and Mona. Like I think Mona, I can I can stand Mona. I can they deal with were, Mona. They were they were doing well because oh. that's the way like that's the way the character was written. So like obviously it's supposed to be kind of like annoying for the team, but but sometimes as a as a viewer like you get too much of that. One of the show, and you can t- technically call it a final because they released it all on Netflix, but Lucifer season four. 
Oh, okay. And watching that series and where they're going with it, it's like, bring Lucifer and John Constantine together because they could easily, with the, what they're doing with the mystical stuff, you could easily bring him in. Yep. Yeah. Well, that. That, and that's the thing with Legends is John, they've, not that they've kind of... He was my favorite part of the whole series. Yeah, but he's not been the harsh, dark no. John. He's been this kind of heartbroken... Yeah. Uh, man who's just like but I'm okay with that but we've seen struggling. so many different versions in the yeah. comic book so it's like we've seen the up and downs of what, he's, he's human yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's what's been great about this season and I love the uh, the bromance oh, between Steel and Adam yes oh my god they're, they're so great that really and that needs to be portrayed on TV no yeah. matter what you think I think that that kind of friendship needs to be yep. seen for people to go it's okay and I don't yeah. know why that's a no, problem it's, it's our Beetle and a Booster and it they, really they is. take, they, yeah, they take. Like, He's a great uh, villain. This they take too. a minor character, like the fairy godmother they oh, introduced geez. early on in the season, so good. and then to bring that person back, and then you're like, holy shit! Like all the twists and turns that they did with her, and be in a relationship with amazing. Brandon Routh. Yes, oh, Brandon <laughs> Routh is the best. He's so mm. good. He's so good. So yeah, I recommend Legends. Like, they went out with a big bang. Even <laughs> they also had dragons in their finale. So if you're still looking for dragons, go watch that. The only thing I'm gonna say about. Uh, Doom Patrol over Legends is I put Doom Patrol on the next level because out of all the different TV shows we've had none has ever been more true to what the comic books are supposed to be than Doom Patrol's done yeah if the yeah. Legends could say fuck they might they might tie with Doom Patrol well they, they someone called someone a dick on that show and I was like wow you can say dick on TV <laughs> Dude, all I know is episode 14 with Flex Mattel. No focus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. But I just <laughs> There's a GIF online. You'll find it. It's yeah. great. It's great. When the team finally comes together, uh, oh, it yeah. is an amazing They really episode. came together. <laughs> oh, my God. But finally on, on Legends, we saw Zari. Is she leaving? I hope she not. better not. She better be back next season. I... When I, I saw like that Zari. ending and I saw what she did for Nate, because I really didn't feel like they needed to be a thing. I, sh- I was okay with it. I liked him with um, uh, Amari, but but you can't have her. She's Charlie now. So uh, yeah, I know. But anyhow, I just felt like they were just trying to make it happen. Zari, to me, is like an independent character so who doesn't need that. But I got on board after the after the Bollywood episode. Yeah. I was on board with the That's when they kind of started to yeah. change it. But then it was also showing that she, that, um, who was the guy? Who was the... Uh, oh, it was uh, like, he was like a Kama Sutra kind of dude. Yeah. yeah. He was the, 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 the god. The no, god. one of the best parts about the season was Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson on that show, I really loved. Biff. Yeah. You know... That just, that, I don't know what about it, but that just threw it in there for me. It was really cool to see Nate kind of have that moment with his dad mm-hmm. again at the end. Yep. And, and, when they all start singing... <laughs> It really I'll was this. so good. I mean, I'll say this: if I was in that crowd, Nate would like. I don't know that lyrics to that song, so like it would have been over. You know. Well, <laughs> I go back to the episode where they have the Minotaur, and you, you see Tom just get there and start playing. You know, <laughs> really, if they only brought one show back, that would be the one I'd want. Yeah, no argument. You know, I'm not. I, no argument. All the other ones, I'm just not even I, that I, into. I'll, I'll, I'm going to give it because uh, it ended a little bit earlier. But Black Lightning's been pretty good. I, uh, that I'm, I'm I haven't finished season two. Yeah, I, I kind of checked out. It was too many shows to yeah. keep up with, and because that one's the show that really stands alone, I was like, well, I can get to that later. And then, but there's and we're going to have a full Doom Patrol episode where we go into oh, yeah, once, God, all yeah. of them. But the finale, we're working with Josh to finish the. Yeah, we, Josh, come on, Josh, what are you come doing? Come on, Josh. Um, I really. Uh, not, it wasn't a disappointment, but it was just kind of like, okay, so this is the finale of Doom Patrol, and that was it. it well, there was no, 
I was fine with it. No. Yeah, it was just okay. Alan, I mean, really, it's all about the characters, the performances, the the, the writing. Nobody, Mr. Nobody was fantastic. So, favorite, favorite character and favorite episode? Robot Man. Yeah. Just in every episode. So, my, my favorite <laughs> character is Jane. Pretty and strong I right think there. Jane Patrol is my favorite episode. But she's really closely followed by Rita. Because I feel like Rita's the one that is has Jane the best Patrol part. when she goes into the underground? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That, and that may be the best robot man one, too. Yep. Danny Patrol. When they, where they go to Danny and... Okay, oh, yeah. When, when, episode when, six? When neg- yeah. yeah. No, no, it's like episode like or eight si- or nine. Or eight. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. When Negative Man's in there and he starts doing the whole the karaoke and that oh, whole... Seeing like, Matt Bomer sing his heart out. I didn't know he could sing until I read it. I was like, can he actually sing? like, oh, God, he can't. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know why I picked that because, yeah, that is the best episode of television this year yeah, for me. Probably. It was... It was one of the best. You brought episodes. a street to life. You brought a sentient street to life. So anybody <laughs> listening, anybody watching, use your free trial, binge Doom Patrol season one, and then you'll just want to get the app for whenever it comes back. When we were at the show and we were trying to pitch, there was a, there was a vendor he's selling stuff, and we're talking about you know Doom Patrol on that app, and we're like going, he brought a street to life in a show. Mm-hmm. It, it it's that good, and still one of the best portrayals of Cyborg. Fuck what we got in the, the Justice best. League. Yeah. The best. Booyah. No matter what. <laughs> I like Cyborg in the, in the movies, but all right. I like, you know, we watched the Teen Titan movie. Uh, oh, the so Teen Titan Go movie? So that that, that movie is awesome. And then... It, Who are the challenges of the unknown? <laughs> <laughs> Just, if you haven't seen it, really worth checking out. Probably need to know a little comic book stuff to get all the jokes, but right. still great. Um, Game of Thrones. You gotta go. Yeah, yeah. So okay. I gotta head to work, but uh, these guys can finish up going a lot longer. All right, man. And I think this is a good place because I haven't seen Game of Thrones any of the episodes. Oh, okay. okay. Well, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. Um, you want to get dig in? I know this is one you've been watching and preparing for, and um, and we'll just spoiler warning for Game of Thrones if you haven't seen it. That way, we can really get into it. Um, yeah. I to me. Well, I'm you go. Go. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no. I have That's one question. Ranger. Just because I've seen all the hate online. Did you guys hate it? As, I, I, I feel no. like the, one of the episodes, I saw all this backlash about, I'm, I'm sick and tired. Like, season 8 sucks. What were no. Your, well, no. here's the problem. Could have used more episodes this season? Yes. But what they are bitching about makes no sense to me. Because... If you actually paid attention to the show, this has been... It, it's kind of like um, its kind of like the episode of Rick and Morty where the dimensions are knocked out. And he's talking about who likes who more. He's like, wait a minute. I've been meaning to talk to you about this. Let me get my whiteboard. This has been a long time coming. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's pretty much that. If you paid attention to the show, Danny's been turning evil for years. I mean, and I can go... I, I'm not going to take the time now because... but. I can go through Tyrion, Tyrion already did it. So watch yeah, yeah, the last Tyrion episode. Already, yeah, Tyrion did it. I mean, it shouldn't be a shock to anybody. So I don't understand all I, the hate. I wanted to. I wanted her to be good. I wanted. Her, I wanted her to be on that path. I wanted her to be a, a queen that did not serve with fear. And and well, you got that. But I mean, I, 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 she you got the, the whole you got, city. That you got the fear. ladder. You, you, oh, oh, oh! With, without having fear from her subjects. Okay. Yeah, that's what that because she even says that later in the, or that she would rule that way. 
And I think that's early well, when she's with her brother. At I mean, some point. she says it, but if you go back and you, if you're if you're an avid Game of Thrones fan, I, I've challenged anybody to tell me when has she made a a rational decision? When has she not used fire and blood to solve any of her problems within the show? I mean, you're talking about a woman who sat there and ate a freaking horse heart <laughs> raw, and then episode later saw her brother get killed by her husband and didn't bat a freaking eye and now you're surprised that she turns bad well she'd been abused by him so when she saw him dead that wasn't any big you know it's like oh, okay that guy's not gonna abuse me anymore one last thing just to All go right. back to flash one thing i do love about the flash ralph they made Ralph an elongated man into the person he's supposed to be. Him figuring out Eobard's thing, and then the fact we got the Dearborn, so we got Sue coming in next season. I, I think since we might get a different version of Tom Cavanaugh's character, like that's why they need a detective on the team. So now yeah. Ralph's fully become that. Sorry, that, that was the one no, thing no, no, I no. loved. I, I, I love him. I love yeah. his performance. Uh, I'm a big fan. I, I, I hate that he's kind of pulled that away from uh, Ramon. Yeah. Um, well, but I think he might be leaving the show, right? Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. So I, I had to throw that. That, that was I, I got to give him. No, 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 no. Oh, Ramon, Ramon. Ramon. Oh yeah, he yeah. is. Leaving. Carlos Valdez. Yeah, yeah, but I had, I had to give him at least Ross. That was one uh, I loved. Daniel Panabaker yeah, as well. Yeah. Is she officially? Yeah, she's yeah. leaving too. But she's still gonna be there next season for a little bit. But they gave her the costume. That was the thing where she took down. Cisco actually made her a costume for a free Frost. Okay. So she'll be there for a few episodes at least. Um. I did challenge you a couple of times on text with the things I had problems with, and you said you said it was fair, but like, you know, I mean, John's lineage being such a, a plot point and not really resolving anything or doing anything. Well, I think they spent a lot of time on things that didn't go anywhere, and that was the hard part. If I had seen Arya move through the crowd using different faces, spend some. Put some CGI, you know. Have someone move through the crowd who is going to kill the night. Well, but she needs them, right? Like you, you need the actual face to do that. But that, that again, something they never come back to is we get that that you know the the face trick. But that that would have been a cool thing to see at the end, you know, uh, or just you know kill and then reveal the face. Again, they put a lot of stuff in that we go, oh, that'd be really cool, and then we never see it. So. It's Chekhov's gun, you know, in some cases with stuff that they're like, you know, oh, here's this, and then nothing ever happens. That that That's the hard part, because even if you want to just follow the characters, you're going to follow the things they do. I mean, yeah, John did not want to be king. He didn't. And um, if he did, I feel like that would have been horrible. I feel like, I mean, other than missing his family, him going with the free folk was probably the best thing for him. Yeah. I mean... It, the thing about John is that you serve uh, the empire, yeah, and you and it never and sometimes it just doesn't serve. For it, you. It, it, he never like, he never wanted any of it, right? All he no. wanted was to go to the Night Watch, and because he knew he would never be a lord anywhere, he knew that he was a bastard. He felt like he that was his place. So like, let's go to where you I, know the bastards go. I know you can feel. I, I understand where people feel like that didn't lead anything. But I think what that proved was that John was always going to be John. That it wasn't going to change him figuring out that he's in line for the throne. Okay. Um, I think that information was more for Danny's benefit and her turn. 
And yes, they could have used another episode to flesh that out a little bit more. But we got what we got. John was always going to stay John. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's never wanted to be a leader. The one time he was a leader, he got killed for making right decisions. Right. Right. So why would he want to be ki- – I mean, and that was just for not the Night's Watch. Right. Who had already drilled down from eight or nine castles along the wall to just one and or two. East Watch by the Bay. Yeah. But yeah. – um, you know, and now you want him to be king of a. He, you think he wants to be king of a whole realm? He, he's not going to take that. He, he, he belongs. In, he belonged in the north. He is, uh, you know, he's never. He's a Targaryen, but he's never shown. He's, he's a Stark. Okay. And so, I can understand where people can get. A, a, are a little frustrated. There, there was, a, there was a lot of changes at the end. Which is what's very jarring, right? As an right. audience, like, even of all the clues are there, and even if you go back and watch everything, right. once you got to put that in context, but the immediate reaction is, like, it's kind of like, like, like a car accident. Like, like what the hell just happened? Like, you know? But then yeah. once you go back and analyze everything, you've had time to think about it or whatever, um, you realize, you know, how things came to be. But, but at the moment, like, right there and there, right. like, right after the episode ended. And then you see D&D talk about the episode afterwards, and sometimes they're like, oh, I don't know what... Like, they were just... It felt like they were trying to do their best, but also their best was not what people really wanted. So. Yeah. It, and the thing about it is I think they're a victim of their own success. Their maybe. own success. Yeah. I mean, right. not – there were going to be people that loved it, what happened. And there was going to be a, a faction. I don't think they could have realized how big of a faction, but a faction – that I can't did believe not so like many it. people signed a petition to have a TV show redone because they were unhappy. Well, I think that goes to our educational system. But I, I just what is this I, Alabama? I, yeah, I, <laughs> we lost that Alabama I mean, viewer. Well, we got thing, one in the Netherlands. That's that's cool. The thing about it is, and and what really struck me uh, was leading up to the finale there was this post on, on Facebook and it was like one of those things where it's like a video montage and it's uh, like a moving meme and it's telling you how much these actors are making now. And it was all the Game of Thrones actors. And it was talking about <coughs> their last renegotiation. And their last renegotiation came and I don't think anybody knew it publicly but it came right after season six. But if you think back, it was kind of a shock after season six. They were like, oh, we only got two more seasons left. And you're going to have seven episodes in one season seven. You're only going to have six episodes in season eight. But if you watch that video and see how much these fools are making now. Now, mind you, in the first couple of seasons, it was $55 million an episode to make. And that's with them not making that much money. So can you imagine how much these last couple of seasons cost? And you can kind of understand why they cut the seasons down. Yeah, because and the funny thing about it is, I'm I, I'm interested to see how many people are bitching, pirated Game of Thrones to watch yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, you know, because I think it's still the most pirated show. Ever. Yeah, yeah. And so, and, and it, it there was this meme out there uh, uh, that Lisa Simpson meme where she's standing in front of a uh, a board and she's like, "All oh, you people pirating Game of Thrones, that's the reason why we don't have elephants." Yeah, you know. And so, yeah, because HBO has a number, and that's yeah. the number they got to meet to 
break even or make a profit, right? right? So like, if you don't meet that number because people are pirating the show and they're not watching it, like also, you know, I don't feel bad because Game of Thrones, like, I mean, HBO. Yeah, but in the rest of the world, they they sell. You know, you don't have HBO. They like sell the rights to Game of right. Thrones to so so they they make their money. They no, make, I understand, they make but money. I mean, either way, like they had a number, like they came up with a number somehow. Mm-hmm. This is how much we're gonna spend on this show because this is how much revenue it generates. Right, and that's it. You can't. This is just from the accounting background, like. You can't go over that line. Like, there's no, because otherwise, there's no point in making the show. You're not going right. to make money. And I think if so. if that's the case, that they cut down the number of episodes, or a number of episodes because of the money issue. I mean, you really can't fault them if they had a few missteps in the writing. You know, if they if they if they're missing three episodes from season seven and they're missing four episodes from although. Just about every episode in season eight was an hour and a half long. Yeah, they really just so, missed like two and a half episodes, maybe. Right, which we probably could have used those two and a half yeah. episodes. Yeah. But I, if people that are complaining think that the outcome is going to be any different when George Martin ever releases the books, they're sadly mistaken. I mean, I, I think I think it will be different. I, and I think it will I, be I think greatly the main, different. The main point I think how we might get be there, very similar. I think I think how we get there. Said will be a little bit different and the only reason I say that is because the books are so much more in depth there's so many more players there are characters that are still alive in the books that are dead now and um, there are different arcs that he has out there so it's going to be a little bit and he's going to have more time to flesh it out you know yeah I I think the the end game may be very similar but but how with the road to get there uh, there's definitely going to be obviously he's got some feedback that people if Danny's going to take a turn they want to know more they want to know more as to right. why and they but and the funny thing about it like it's like you said the knee jerk reaction is I'm mad that Danny I wanted Danny to be this queen that everybody's going to unite under and the fact of the matter is that's not what happened and once you take a step back and re go through the show. And like I, you know, I did in my mind. I went back through the show, yeah. and she's never solved anything with peace. She's never solved anything with peace. She, it's yeah. always been fire and blood. Um, whether it was Marine, whether it was uh, Yas- uh, um, Asapor and Yonkai, where she uh, crucified the the masters. Um, she locked old boy and the old girl in the in the freaking vault. All the, uh, all the, the, the calls from the yeah, North Rocky, she like, burned down the calls. She burned everyone. Um, I mean, she hasn't made a decision where it was peace. And the funny thing about it is, is if you think back and look back, the reason, like in season three and four, when she was in Marine and she was having such a hard time ruling, the reason she was having such a hard time ruling is because she wanted, she thought that she could, that she needed to be a ruler where she can be kind and benevolent. Mm. But that wasn't her nature. And that's the reason why she was having so many problems. And so then she gets over here to Westeros. and But you want to believe in change. You want to believe a person can change. And you want to believe that her journey was freeing everyone because uh, she wanted that change. Right. And, and but She I think, herself was like a slave. And I, I, I think... I, I think she wanted that change, but the, how do you get that change? Like, if you think about it, she did what she set out to do in Westeros. She broke the wheel. The yeah. wheel is broken. 
Yeah. The North is is an independent nation now. Yep. Um, they're not gonna. They're gonna choose the king. Yeah. After after it's not, it's they, not gonna they, be a monarchy. It's an oligarchy now, where people just choose, where a group of mm-hmm. individuals chooses the next ruler for right. everyone. Uh, you know, so yeah, there's a lot. There's there's definitely a lot that changed. Like, her mission succeeded, except for her being on the throne. Yes. But her being on the throne wouldn't have broken the wheel. So well, actually, it, hell, there's not even Iron Throne there's anymore even, for, for anybody to sit on. Yeah. So the wheel is definitely broken. Yep. I just think yeah, the he, dragon figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> Those dragons. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to take shots here. There, there, there were yeah. things that had problems with But you know what? It, just like Lost for me, it's about the journey. I enjoyed right. all the characters, the story. Um, even though some I didn't get past on some of them. I still had a fun time. Right. I mean, and and that's the thing is like enjoying it online with other people too. Right. It's been cool. Yeah. And then just getting to talk about it afterward. I think. Well, I mean, and the thing. Uh, okay, so a lot of people had similar problems with the finale of The Sopranos. Does anybody on this panel think Sopranos was not a great TV show? I've never seen The Sopranos. It's on my list, but I've never. Oh shit! Clay just rolled away really far. Uh, we should have carbon oh, you for butcher on this. It's. What? A lot of it, it's not in widescreen yet. This I, I need a remaster Sopranos in the widescreen. Mm. You know they shot it in HD. They just mm-hmm. add the things on the side. I don't mind seeing that boom operator every once in a while. But and, and <laughs> it's kind of like you. Screen. It's kind of like you said. You know, you, you, you still love Lost, even though the, they didn't stick the landing. Yeah. Like it's still a great show with the journey we get there. Some people think that they didn't stick the landing. I think the last part of it. There was a lot of in between stuff that was maybe like not as good as the first stuff yeah but i i I like the ending like i think it made after a few after my second rewatch it made sense yeah the thing i liked was they were in this limbo and and then making a connection it was like they were able to take like the love stories that we had seen and the people who had come together they do it again the family that they built they kind of got back together, right? It was like a big family reunion. Yeah. Uh, for them, like this is this is who the people that I experienced something with that would would have never happened or maybe never happened in, in some of their the sideways uh, universe or whatever. But in the end, like we're all here together and waiting for everybody. So. Yeah. Um. We have a. Uh, we didn't have any cool trailers this week that I remember. Oh, the Terminator trailer, I guess. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm excited quick, for that. Quick opinion on that? You guys like it? Does it look good? Yeah, I know they're doing a uh, new Terminator with uh, the star from uh, Halt and Catch Fire. I can't remember yes. her name. Yeah, um, yeah. from the Zan episode of Black Ma- Black Mirror, and from Blade Runner, yeah. and she's in awesome in all of them. So that's what I'm excited to see. Yep. So that looks good. Uh, Linda Hamilton still looks like a badass. Yeah. Oh man, I hope she kicks ass. So, looks like so she very does. excited for that. So. I know where, where where's our kick-ass uh, female? Who, who, who would be our Sigourney Weaver right now? Who would be our Linda Hamilton right now? Man, I still kind of think of Buffy as the ultimate badass, like from my childhood. From nineties. <laughs> but uh, but more current. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, maybe. Uh, you probably have to look to the Arrowverse. Wow. Oh, what about uh, what about no Mila? Movie, no, no movie. Mila Yoko. Uh, yeah, yeah, Mila, Mila Yokovic yeah. from the the from Resident, the Resident Evil, Evil, Evil series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. She was badass in that. Um, 
it's it's kind of weird, but most of the women-driven movies like that aren't really a franchise. Yeah. I mean, we get. I mean, think about how many times we've seen. They they really wanted. Um, Sigourney Weaver to come back. No, and do no, well, not even Sigourney <laughs> Weaver, but um, what's her name? Uh, John Voight's daughter. Oh, Angelina Jolie. Yeah. I mean, think about how many kick-ass, you know, they, they pushed it. But it Wanted. They yeah. Tomb Raider. Right. And none of them really stuck. I mean, um, I can't think of anybody else that they've been pushing If you do that. want some cool action movies that are female-driven, uh, watch Lucy with uh, Scarlett Johansson, if you haven't seen that. That's a good movie. And Atomic Blonde with Charlize Theron, which was also... Pretty fucking kick ass. It, yeah, it was. I wouldn't say that's a great movie, but it was a fun movie. Charlize Theron. I'd put her in there with uh, Fury Road and this. That's true. Yeah, and yeah, that's I mean, she's done. She's. I say she's all over the place, but she's awesome in everything she does. Yeah. She really is. Like as a uh, villain, as a good guy, like it doesn't matter. Like I think she just kind of nails it. Uh, she was in mo- that monster movie. Yeah, I guess Gal Gadot too. Kind of. I think she, she's a. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know Wonder Woman's a little bit delayed, and it was funny that... But Fast and Furious. Yeah. Patty Jenkins was like, oh, I guess we didn't really need to delay the film. I wish we had, like, I wish we had to move the date because they had a screening and people loved it. And so they're like, well, we're kind of done with the film. So it's ready to go, but now we got to wait till next year because uh, it was moved. We've seen so well, much I mean, retro 80s stuff, and now that we're going again from uh, for Wonder Woman 1984, yeah. I, I mean, are we going to get, are we going to beat the joke to death? Are we gonna I see? Think oh, s- look! It's a Rubik's cube. It's well, old. Pretty soon we're gonna go into the '90s, and as time goes by, like that'll be the new retro thing because it's been 20, I, I, 30 I years from it. I don't mind them moving Wonder Woman because I I was thinking about this the other day. 2019 may end up being known as the year of the geek. I mean, think about all the geeky stuff we had. Yeah. I mean, we have two superhero movies that aren't superhero franchises. We've had Glass, and now we have Brightburn. Yeah. Um, then you start looking at the actual superhero or comic stuff that we've gotten this year so far. And, you know, we have an Endgame, Captain Marvel. Shazam surprised everybody. Yeah. Um, we got Star Wars coming at the end of the year. Star Wars coming at the end of the year. We have Legion, its final season coming. We is have this, Preacher coming. We have. Is this the beginning of the end? Are people so going to be sick now? Is there going to be superhero fatigue? That I, I, I don't. I, here's the thing. Um, John Campia, uh, who used to be at Collider, he had this take when people started asking him about it. As long as the stuff's good, is there ever going to be fatigue? Does, do you ever hear people saying, I'm so sick and tired of these cop TV shows, or I'm so sick and tired of these hospital shows? No, I'm so sick and tired of westerns? Yeah. I mean, those those were pretty popular and then faded away. I, I think what's, what needs to happen with the superhero genre in general and comic book movies is like, you need to keep a little bit of the old, but you also need to innovate in the movie. So as long well, as people keep innovating, well, like well, Brightburn's a new approach to... To the stuff, right? Glass was a different approach. Uh, even even within the MCU, like they've taken different approaches to. This isn't just. This These is not different a comic genre movie. movies. Yeah. Like I said, as long as they keep making good movies, yeah. and the thing about it is, are, are good shows. I, and I, what I like about that all these companies are doing is they they're snatching up these comic book properties. Some of them are just even just obscure. Like someone just bought all the old Atlas catalog. Atlas comic catalog. Um, so, I mean, there's so much to pull from. I mean, like, Gideon Falls is the option. Yeah. Um, 
things are getting optioned before the first trade right. comes out. Well, right. that's, that's what I've been trying to figure out is when you option uh, um, something that hasn't had a complete story, are you just buying that to do whatever you want with? Or are you hoping that that story will be good? Or like Game of Thrones, like it's not in. Like we're going to get properties that are going to be bought up, turned into like well, some other format, and then not have the same there's uh, a, ending. There's a new comic book. Well, a recent comic book called Crowded by Crisabella that's nominated for an Eisner, which has also, also already been uh, auctioned by Rebel Wilson. Like, she's working with... I listened to Crisabella in an interview. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, yeah, we, like, every once in a while, I'll get a text from uh, Rebel Wilson. And she's like, hey, what about this? Like, how does this character, like, you know, would act in whatever reason? And so, and so yeah, you... I mean, any, the thing about it is, is you talk about fatigue. <sighs> okay. Let's say, let's say we get like two or three movies or TV shows that aren't that great. The thing about it is, is that, especially with a TV show, there's something that's great in our genre that we love right around the corner or going on at the same time. And people aren't fatigued about that show. Or, you know, maybe you have two movies in a row that doesn't do so well at the box office but hey here's another mcu movie right around the corner oh my god superhero movies are great again it's not going to go away you just keep making good movies and you know our nerd and savior kevin foggy you know hopefully <laughs> long may he reign and keep bringing us great stuff and you know people bag on berlanti but berlanti's bringing us good stuff um i know you don't like lindelof but at least, you know, you know what I give Lindelof credit for? At least he's Start a sweaty. A story. He he he's a sweaty. You know, and so he's gonna at least try to give you. Like, okay, so we brought up Wanted. Okay. Is Wanted? Um, I personally think Wanted is a fun movie. I haven't revisited it in about five years, but I think well, I always thought Wanted was a fun movie, um, and I love James McAvoy's portrayal in there. Yeah. But Wanted was, and I think what, what bothered people about it was that it wasn't anything like the comic. Nothing like the comic. It and couldn't be. It, that, that, that's where we start to get into like this post-golden age of heroes where we understand, you know, the origins and nemesis and, and kind of the framework of what we see in Unbreakable. When they start describing, when you, when you see that art piece and the way it describes primary colors and, and heroes and villains, because now we get a show like The Boys on Amazon, which is dealing with that post-superhero world where we kind of take, you know, okay, that guy has invisibility, you know, this is the superhero, there's Superman type, this is the Wonder Woman type. Every, there, there are going to be these uh, types that are going to be set up. I mean, we saw it with like Apollo and Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Midnighter. Midnighter. Uh, the the Warren Ellis adaptation that kind of shows them as the Avengers. So we're gonna see we're gonna see another Avengers team from another studio that's gonna be pretty damn good, and it's gonna be a post world. It's gonna be dealing with different things than what we see in here. And I think we're gonna get some of those stories that are more personable uh, in the future if Marvel keeps doing these stories. Yeah, I I, I think. The future is absolutely bright for these properties, and I think now that these companies, these studios, are taking it seriously, they're getting 
um, producers and writers that are actually invested in these stories. Well, and all these all these this new wave of creators are also people that grew up with that stuff, right? Yeah. So it's not so much. So it's like we now have a new wave of people running all these uh, these companies and the studios, or at least they're the creators, so they're in front of the camera or behind the camera and everything. Uh, so they grew up with that stuff. Like now, they are the ones that want to see that stuff on screen. Well, I so. mean, like um, the showrunner for for Legion, Noel Hawley. I would, I can't wait to see what he comes up with next. Yeah. Um, you have. Uh, I see that that is a show I'm surprised exists. Doom Patrol is a show I'm surprised exists. Those shows are kind of beyond like the basic superhero uh, stories that right. I, I, I say the the fan expo type right. fan the the. The tourist, right. you know, that they're like, oh, I, I know Marvel. I've seen all the movies. I know that, you know, they, they know it from the pop culture and that's it. Well, I mean, and like I said, I mean, think about this. Seth Rogen has brought us Preacher. He's bringing us the boys. We love Garth Ennis. Yeah. And who doesn't, though? Like, I know. I'm so ready for the, is it the Wildstorm? I think that's wrapping up. Uh, oh, that's Warren Ellis. Yeah. Warren Ellis. Oh, Warren Ellis is doing yeah. Wildstorm. Garth Ennis and Warren Ellis. Get those. Garth Ennis is doing some more books. Yeah. yeah. I mean, which we didn't talk about. He's he's. A, Was he's, it the TKO book? Is that Garth Ennis or is it Warren Ellis? That's Warren Ellis. Never mind. Sorry. Yes. So, um, but you have this actor who wanted to be a producer, and has proven to us that he's a sweaty because, not. I think people that even read superhero books didn't really read Preacher or or The Boys. I mean, he's pulling for some deep cuts to find right. some good shows, and hopefully The Boys is as good as it looks because Carl Urban needs a good show. Yeah, like, I mean, no, 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 I take that back. Carl Urban needs a hit. Yeah. There's a difference between being a good show and a hit. Yeah. And yeah. he's had good shows, and but they just weren't hit. Almost I, human was I love Dread, too. Like, I yes. love that movie. Yes, Dread's awesome. But it... Unfortunately, the mainstream never embraced it, so we never got more of that. Right. But, Carl but Urban, it was so close. Yeah. I mean, there there was a chance. I think Netflix was going to pick it up for yeah. series. Yeah. There was there was so much talk, right. and it's like. Oh, well, I mean, I the thing about it is, is they waited too late, right? Yeah. I mean, the the studio marketed it poorly, right. and like I, I know you guys, if you've listened to the show for a while, I have a theory that there's only been two great 3D movies made in the last 20 years. One was Avatar. And the other one was Dread. 3D does not make a movie great because no, it no, doesn't no, no, change. No, no, no. The I'm not story. saying I'm not saying the movie was great because it was 3D. I'm it was just the saying experience. That the 3D experience because all these movies come out in 3D, IMAX 3D now, right? Yeah. It, it, but all them, all, all, the last 3D movie I went to, and the only reason I went to this is I wanted to see it opening night, and those were the only tickets available. Was Age of Ultron. And I sat there the whole movie trying to figure out what the hell was going on because it was so choppy. And but there's been two great 3D movies that were made for 3D, and it was Avatar and Dread. And it's a shame that Dread didn't get that that more people didn't see it in the theaters 3D and getting you know a series out of it. You know, what do you say about the villain from Dread? Lena Headley oh. is so wicked in that. Yes, she is. They give her moments to shine, but they read her uh, uh, her crimes. Mm-hmm. So dark. evil. Yeah, she's dark. I, just, I I love Cersei, and I go back to that, and I go, she got she got killed by some rocks. Yeah, I mean, 
Okay. And that still kind of makes me. Well, rocks out. kill. I've seen it. No, I'm just kidding. Bummer. You know what other movie was? And we may be wrapping up with this, but I know, I know we're trying to the wrap. Last movie that, for last hour. The, the last <laughs> movie, the movie that was kind of way ahead of its time and never got a fair shot. I think the losers. Yes, was, I love the yes. losers. I love I the sit, losers. It is a stop down movie for me. That, like if I'm flipping through cast. cable, how I know. could you get that cast now? John Malkovich and oh my god, it, it's ridiculous. Oh my god. Malkovich, no, that's no, red. That's red. That's red. Which is also, I think, red is actually. I, I'm going to tell you the best thing about red because you can go to red, pick up the regular DVD at Target for five bucks. Right. You can watch the movie, have have a blast. Watch or watch with the commentary. The comment there's a commentary track on on red from a real CIA agent who talks about like what he sees in the movie and what you do and don't do and and the, and it's just so cool because he's yeah. like goes to a stash at one point that has like IDs and money he's like oh yeah we got that yeah <laughs> and you go oh wow that's kind of cool <laughs> right um, I think we we can do a whole episode on movie properties and TV show properties. That no one knows are actually underrated. Comic book. underrated no, no, yeah. well, well, no one knows are comic book properties. Yeah, that people a, love. That yeah. people secretly love. Like, I think anybody that's seen Red doesn't have a bad thing to say about Red. I think like Road to Perdition, but it's so far from the, the material. It is Road to Perdition. I didn't know it was a comic. History of violence. Uh, history of violence. Oh, yeah. Like stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe put yeah, this together and, and, uh, and we'll go through it. They're, they're comic book properties, and like I said, I I think the future is bright because they're going to start finding these little niche or little human stories from comics yeah. to tell stories about and I think they could be great if taken and, seriously. And now now studios use that as part of the marketing like right. hey this is from a comic book you right. know all those comic book movies you love? This is also from a comic book so it's right. probably just as good um, sometimes it's I mean, not. Could, could you, could you imagine Donny Cates' Scout as a TV show? Uh, Jason Aaron. Or Jason Aaron I'm sorry J- oh, God. God. I would want Donny Cates' Redneck yeah, I think Redneck. Really I mean, there's some God great Country. stories that aren't superhero stories that could be yeah. great TV shows or great movies, and I think, I think the, East uh, of West could have some amazing visuals. Oh like, yeah, God, East yes. of West, yeah. Yeah, there are some great things out there. I think um, the Six Gun. Option, so we we could it? we could do we could do two lists. One, things we want to see adapted to live action that we know it's not like even we haven't heard anything about being developed. And then the other list, uh, the underrated movies know. from the past that we that people didn't know were comic books. I mean, people. I mean, people so. love Men in Black, and that bores out by the numbers at the box office. But that's a comic book property. Yeah. We, oh, we could do it closer to the Men in Black. Right. It'll kind of tie yeah. into that. Speaking of which, there's so. another Men in Black movie coming yep, this year. Yep. I mean, like hey. I said, this year is going to be the year of the nerd when it's Tessa all said Thompson. and done. That's right. Yeah. Um, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Anything you guys want to plug? Where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at Echo Spider, uh, pretty much on all the social media. Uh, you can find me at a, uh, at Adrian underscore Harry on Twitter. Um, I help monitor the the Next Issue podcast Facebook page. Um, I also want to send a shout out to uh, Next Issue's own Alex Gallimore, who graduated from the Joe Kubert School of Art yes. um, this week. Um, I, he's already working on a comic book, and I cannot wait to see what this guy does. One last plug. Um, go check out uh, The Hero Initiative. Yes, uh, it's a it's an organization that helps comic book creators uh, later on in life. Uh, they do a lot of good work. A lot of comic book creators are involved with that. Um, so, like Most said, comic book creators are freelance and don't yeah. have regular. So all the benefits that you would get from like a regular job, they don't get any of that stuff. Um, it's part of what's broken with the industry. Um, so yeah, go check that out. Uh, donate some money if you can. 
there's a lot of you know creators that sometimes may be struggling so um, you know that helps out a lot a lot of creators like whenever you sign something for they, they sign something for you they don't charge but they would want you to make a donation yeah uh, so yeah go check out the hero initiative i think it's a great organization um you can find me on the internet at clay underscore harrison on twitter i am not on facebook anymore and i am going to keep plugging bingo love and this edition because the other thing i forgot is we also had friend of the show um sean Pryor is in this book uh, right. Yeah, cool. Cat Stags, Gail Simone. Like, there's really great stuff in here. Yep. Uh, and and I can't say enough how much I enjoyed this. You can find Kyle at Kylepedia on Twitter. He had to leave early, but that's where you can find him if you want to ask him an obscure question about an issue. Someone updated something on the ago. internet and he had to go read it. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, hail Bebo. Thank you very much. Bye.